We're back here on Beach Babble. Uh, we, I'm sitting here with Mallory Beauvais, Brandy Owens, and Wendy Singer. Hi, girls. Hello. Hi. You can't hear Mallory because Mallory's taking a shot of tequila as we speak. Uh, and it's, what is it? What kind of tequila is it? Herodara. Yeah. And so. And it is yummy. Yeah. And so if you ever go on a cruise ship, the well tequila is not always the cheapest tequila. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's uh, you not. would think it was, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. The Herodero is a lot cheaper than the Well Tequila. Yeah. So for a double, we've been taking double shots all weekend because a single is like nine dollars and a double is three dollars more. And so for, uh, oh gosh, that oh. looked so oh. strong. Are you chasing oh. it with a raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> she is. When you don't have a lime, use a raspberry. <laughs> It's probably better than the limes because you didn't like the limes. Actually, (laughs) the single's like six dollars. Is it? Yeah, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, so the for the the single for the hair is the double. Yeah, no, with a single for the Herradura is, but the the single for the Patron is like twelve. Yes. And then I think the single for the the well is like nine. nine. Yeah, so the the Herradura is like way cheaper. And it's good. Yeah, I, I didn't it drink any, but <laughs> <laughs> if you pace Same. yourself, Same. it's there's no like crazy stuff going on. Smellery's back after her shot. How was it with the raspberry? Um, I would recommend that. I actually highly enjoyed it. You want tequila with raspberries from now on? Yeah. Next time I'm at the bar ordering a shot, can I have a small cup of raspberries on the side? Because that was actually really yummy. It was nice to chase that with. Do they have raspberries at bars? Is that like a typical? They might for muddling. Yeah. There's a drink that they muddle raspberries. Mm -hmm. It could be a thing. Okay. Well, we'll try it next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So this episode, we're going to talk about... Uh, St. Thomas first, right? Yeah. So we went to St. Thomas and um, was not as humid as the Dominican Republic, but it was still pretty humid. I think, too, it was windy and rainy. Like it, there was, it was yeah. just mm-hmm. different air. It did rain general. while we were there. Yeah. So our excursion in St. Thomas was um, these underwater scooters. And so we got on a boat. They're called Boss Scooters. And so we got on a boat and went out into a little um, cove. And there was uh, a shipwreck down there and just a bunch of tropical, beautiful fish. And so you're not, um, for anybody who's listening, it's not snorkeling. It's not scuba diving. It's like a scooter. And then you have like a tank head or a diving helmet that's attached to the scooter. And so they put the scooter into the water and which are weighted. I thought it was really interesting that they're weighted because he was very specific about who went on which ones. They have different weights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they take you out to it and then you have to get onto the scooter, which was probably one of the most nerve wracking parts of the scooter. And so you swim out and then you, they tell you to, you know, go under and, you have to hold your breath and then when you come up you have to like trick your body into breathing because your body still thinks you're underwater because you are think of it like if you've ever capsized like a canoe or a kayak the water the air stays up in it 
So it's just open-ended where your chest or your shoulders would be, but then that whole thing goes underwater and you have to swim up in it and it's only as big as your head, mm -hmm. really. Scary. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah, and for, and for anybody who's um, dove before, done scuba diving, I, which I have, you have to clear your ears when you dive or that your eardrums burst. Um, and I was talking to the dive master. It's very interesting because when you were clearing your ears, I had a really hard time clearing my ears inside the scooter. And he said it's because you're clearing your ears in air versus when you're in water, you're clearing them in water. So there's not as much air pressure. So they clear much easier when you're scuba diving versus the tanks. And so uh, three of us went on the scooter ride uh wendy gave it the good college try i did i did you know i know how to swim and and so there were actually a couple people there that didn't swim i i know how to swim but i've never snorkeled i've never scuba dive but i was a little nervous but you know i, I swam out so you, you get off the boat and, and you swim to your little um, boss machine and and when you're ready you know you you hold the helmet in your both hands you hold your breath and, and you kind of you know put your head underwater for a quick second to get your head down in the water and up through the the helmet and i did that and as soon as i see the diver who's helping everybody you know get into their boss um headpiece i looked at him and i'm i just kind of shook my head and, and there they had hand signals underwater so, so were you your head in the helmet yes, ever you yes you did i had make it in yes the i had my definitely had my head in this helmet and i definitely took a breath but as soon as i i got in there and took my breath and i and i see the diver i just nope this is not for me nope and I just looked at him and I, I, I went back underwater from the helmet back up to fresh air on the ocean and just decided not to do it. So I was he, you didn't even do the signal. Oh, I did the hand signal. Oh, Once you, you kind of shake your hand, you kind of have your hand um, horizontal like and you kind of so -so. shake it like it's a so-so like hand signal. And I shook it really fast and my eyes were probably popping out of my head looking at him and he probably knew that, okay, this chick is just crazy and this <laughs> is not for her. But it, it was very attentive. Um, after I got back up, he was... He was assisting this other lady and her um, boss machine, but he came to um, above water and asked me, you know, do you want to try again? Do you want to, you know, maybe just let your nerves settle for a minute? And I said, no, I, I really appreciate it, but no, this is just not for me. And I don't know if it was claustrophobia. I'm not sure, but um, I, I did feel bad that I didn't try to push through, but if I wasn't comfortable, I just didn't want to do it. But Wendy, I was super proud of you for giving it a try. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you tried. I think that... It I, and you're going to argue with me about this, but <laughs> I think it might have been easier for you if you had gotten in off the back of the boat like those other people. Maybe not. But the not there were two non-swimmers, which what the hell are you doing in the middle doing of the ocean on an underwater scooter if you don't know how to swim? Who signs up for that? I don't even know that I would go on a cruise if I didn't know how to swim. Right. Like what if yeah, what gotta, if knock on wood that it never happened? But what if the ship went down? I'd be nervous <laughs> the whole time. That's just yeah. insane to me. Yeah, so these two women, they did do it, but they get they got in off the scooter at the back of the boat, and it did seem much easier, I, even than how we got I on. Do, it seemed easier. Mm -hmm. I do think I would have enjoyed that better because I I had my panic inside that thing. I was like, holy shit, and I think your brain's just like, you're underwater, you can't breathe, but at the same time, you're breathing. It takes a minute to calm down. Yeah. And, and I think for even for myself, it would have been a less traumatic and well, entry to do it the way those ladies did it. I'm a great swimmer. I've had, I mean, I had my own swim business for 15 years. I have tons of experience in the ocean and the water. And I even had like a moment of panic mm -hmm. inside the scooter because my, 
and I I didn't tell them. I mean, they did ask if we had ear conditions. I don't know if it's technically an ear condition, but I do have bilateral Meniere's and I didn't mention it because I was like, I'm going to, I'm doing, I'm this. doing this. I'm doing I am going to do yeah. my eardrums aren't going to pop. They, it, the Meniere's causes vertigo. So like I just kept telling myself, what's the worst thing that happens? It makes my vertigo worse. Like it can't get much worse. I don't think so. Um, I, I did have a moment of panic, but what calmed me down is the lady next <laughs> to me was panicking. Oh, and I went into mom mode. I saw her face and I could just see she was like freaking out. And the guy had like left us. And so I just like reached over and grabbed her hand. And I was like, I just with my other hand, like showed her like pinched my nose. And then I was like asking her if she was okay, And she was fine. But I really think I probably would have panicked a little bit more if she hadn't been right next to me. But I think that like maybe she wasn't as strong of a swimmer and she was just super nervous. Um. I um, I it, I started fooling with my phone and my camera. Like I started doing things that to switch my brain out of. Because he did really prepare us well for that, and he did tell us your brain will think that you can't breathe, and you need to breathe. And he he really walked us through those steps. So while I was breathing, I started messing with my phone. Things that you wouldn't normally be doing underwater, not breathing. <laughs> just get my brain to stop it because I, I did definitely have a moment of panic. So we were just putting along. I mean, it goes real slow. And uh, the divers had, were feeding the fish. And so there was a lot of really beautiful fish. D- was there anything that, I mean, besides getting <coughs> in and getting off of the scooters? What did you guys think of the whole scooter thing? Well, it was shaped like a big fish bowl, the breathing apparatus thing that w- was on your head. Um, and it threw off my depth perception. Mm-hmm. Like we were swimming over or scooting over this shipwreck. And I kept thinking that I was going to hit it with my feet. It was like, my legs are about to, I'm about to get scraped all the way up my leg. But really we were like, I don't, I don't remember what he said, like 75 like f- feet or something. Yeah, crazy. Was- Maybe more than that even. Um, we were nowhere near the shipwreck. So the, my depth perception was very off and like fish looked smaller than they actually were. So that was a little bit weird for me, but overall I I had a good experience. It was kind of funny just seeing everyone (laughs) sitting on these scooters, like buzzing around. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It was like the most unique water experience I've had. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree for sure. And we were eight feet underwater and that was surprising to me, like how quickly we just all of a sudden we're eight feet underwater and how many times I had to clear my ears. But I agree with you, Mallory. I thought I'm going to hit this rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had to keep, I had to keep clearing my ears throughout the whole, the whole the time. Entire time. It wasn't like once we got down there, I didn't have to clear them. No, no, it was constant. And on the way back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I don't know if those boss things are anywhere else, but I would, I would do it again. If I was with someone and they wanted to try it, I would, I would definitely do it again. I would try to get Wendy to maybe try it again. (laughs) (laughs) But you had fun, right? I mean, afterwards, we floated around in the water. Right, right, right. We just kind of puddled around in the water. And it actually drizzled a little. It wasn't a hard rain, but it was very, like, calming and relaxing. And the captain was so funny and engaging with Mm -hmm. every... What do 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 we call us? I'm not guests. We're, We're... what are we? Guesswork. Passengers. Passengers. Yeah. I don't know. But the whole crew. <laughs> the whole right. crew yeah, talked so to people. Nice. Right, right. And they were. And they gave all the instruction. But still, it was it was just a little difficult for me. But I still thought they were very engaging and, and nice with everybody and informative. And um, to make everybody's experience a positive one. 
Well, and that water was pretty clear too, but interestingly, one of the divers said it's like half of what it normally is because of the recent storms. Yeah. But you but could I see all the way to the 80 feet down and see all that stuff too. Yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was amazing because I, um, I thought the same thing. Like I kept saying like this water is so clear. You can see the bottom. And then he's like, it's really not that clear today. I'm like, what? Really? Okay. Well, it seems very clear to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. That he was so comfortable under the water too, that he just had little indicators. Like he would be like, Oh, I recognized this large rock. And that's when I knew that we needed to start turning yeah. because the waters weren't clear from the rain. But I was, yeah, I was yeah, fascinated by how clear it was. You can see from one end of the cove to the other. Mm-hmm. So and I was I, kind of impressed by that. I actually missed the entire shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I missed it. He's like, how did you miss it? We were over <laughs> it. It was huge. And I was, there were scooters next to me. And I was more concerned about these idiots bumping into me. With their, I kept thinking, like, if one of them bumps into my leg, it's really going to, like, my leg is going to get chopped off in the <laughs> water or something. Like, I was so nervous about, like, their, because they each have propellers. And so I'm thinking, like, if one of them bumps into me or whatever, I was more upset about, uh, like, a little claustrophobic, not inside the bubble, but just you girls were in front of me. And so that was cool. And I, but I wanted to, like, hang back. But there were these two people that riding, like, right next to me. And I'm like, I, well, one time I finally reached out and, like, pushed lady pushed put my hand on her scooter and like tried to push her away because i'm thinking like you're three inches from me this is a big old ocean (laughs) well i have a confession to make i i I broke a rule that the captain said so when they were giving us instructions they were talking about the buoys and how to hold the buoys um because the you know helmet and where and where it's at so when i I had first put my helmet in. I was the one who kind of chickened out when I put my um, head underwater in the helmet and I I brought myself back up to um, like the ocean. Um, And he was uh, helping um, this other lady and I was just waiting for him to take me back. I didn't know if I had to swim back, but I, he, I remember they said not to tread water. Cause I was holding the buoy. I'm just so used to doing that in a, in a, in a pool anywhere I'm at and I'm treading and I'm treading and well, I kicked somebody. I kicked one of the divers. Oh, oh. yeah. He told us not to do that. Yep. <laughs> yep. And of course, I can't tell him sorry because he's underwater a few feet from my legs. And I felt horrible, horrible. And I should have been paying attention. But I guess I was so not panicked from coming back out and not being able to participate. But that I could have just held the buoy and let my feet just dangle and not move. But I was treading water. And I, I think I kicked him somewhere. I don't think you, an arm you a leg. can't I don't be know. the first. Yeah, you were not I'm the first not, or I the last. So yeah. bad. No, I felt bad. I was like, okay, I'm the one who chickens out, and I kick you. He's probably like scoring points you there, know, right? It's happened before. Yeah, it's definitely happened before. Well, don't worry I about it. I have to tell you that Captain, um, he called us all Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I was so cold, and the girls were screaming at me, get in the water, and it was so cold. Yeah, and it did make you get in for a photo. You I was did. like, all you have to do is just get in for one photo. <laughs> you did. But um, he took me inside and opened the door to the engine room, and he's like, just stand right here. And he said in the wintertime when the divers, when they have to go do their dives, he said they fight over who gets to stand in front of the engine room and warm up. So he was very kind. I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, they were great. They, I, I would recommend that one, definitely. Yeah, I agree. So is there anything else you guys want to say about St. Thomas before we move on? You know, we really didn't get to experience much of the island because of the excursion. 
Yeah, so. I definitely think well, I would like to go back and do an excursion on the island itself mm-hmm. versus just the oceans. But I mean, the ocean was beautiful. It was warm. I wasn't cold at all in the water. It was actually warmer in the water it was. than t- out of the water. Mm-hmm. He told me that. He's like, you know, Arizona, the ambient temperature is colder out here than it is in there. He's mm-hmm. like, you really should get in the water. <laughs> it was. It definitely was. I agree. And I would just, I hate that when they make you wear a life vest. I get it. Not everybody can swim, but I, I had... Uh, luckily it was the one where you can put air in it but i had no air in my life vest Mm-mm. and i felt i'm like this thing's weighing me down more than not weighing me down but mm-hmm. not everyone's a good swimmer and it's for safety gotta follow the laws yeah well you know i'm not good at that <laughs> <laughs> so so let's also while we're on it we the next day we went to um san juan which is in puerto rico um, and I have never been to San Juan or Puerto Rico before, and I wasn't quite sure what to expect, mm-hmm. especially after going to St. Thomas and the Dominican Republic. I mean, they're really just so very different. So wasn't real sure about San Juan. Uh, but why don't you guys tell me about San Juan? San Juan started out on an interesting note because we missed our shuttle to where we were headed, and we were maybe six minutes late. Um to the location that we were supposed to meet everybody but apparently the people that we were with were getting a little antsy so they they left us but the woman um that was in charge of this excursion was very gracious and she helped us find a taxi and she explained where we needed to go so it ended up being totally fine um but i will say that the drive there was a little bit unsettling because he was just a crazy driver i i did have a moment of um we're going to be kidnapped <laughs> in the back because he was like, why are you guys going to that beach? I'll take you somewhere else. And all I could think is like, we don't know where this guy's going. No one knows where we are. And my dad told me not to go with strangers <laughs> and not to, not to say anything. Cause people are going to like ransom us. And so I'm like sitting in the back of the, I was in the w- back and I'm thinking like, Okay, so if this guy, like, tries to ransom us, how much do you think he's going to ransom us for? Like, I did have this moment where it was all playing through Mm -hmm. my head. And Brandy was actually, you were, like, kind of not arguing, but you were telling him, like, no, we have to go to that beach. Well, I I just, I think he, maybe he thought that there was a better, like, tour place to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I said, look, we bought an excursion. (laughs) Like, we paid for this already. We have to go to that beach. I didn't have any of those thoughts. I travel so much by myself. So I was, well, I, I, that part was okay. But the dude like was like all over the road. It was scary watching him drive. It was scary. I travel a ton. I travel and I do travel by myself, but my dad has really raised me to be super cautious. Um, because there are, especially women, um, and especially if they think you have any sort of wealth and we were on a cruise ship. So it's obvious that we're not, you know destitute um and he's always said like it they just be very cautious of where you are and who who's taking you places and stuff and so i was just very like we don't know this guy and i speak a little spanglish Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i was i did i definitely had like a panicky moment in the back like my dad is gonna murder me (laughs) if (laughs) this guy calls him for a ransom like (laughs) my dad's gonna be so pissed (laughs) i I think about the the lady took our tickets so she has all four of our names she knows what cab she put us into if we don't check back in on the boat she was the last person to lay eyes on us like i just 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew that they would know that we were missing because our cards wouldn't get scanned. But I mean, yeah, I just yeah. But we got I there. I still think, like there. your dad also pointed out, stick with the staff and do what they tell you to do and go where they go so that you're safe. Yeah. So, yeah. So but anyhow, the club was really cool. So we went oh. to Vivo Vivo Beach is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Vivo uh, Beach Club, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was first I didn't know where we were going and he turns in it's like this empty parking lot I'm like where are we like there's nobody <laughs> again in this parking I lot. for sure thought we were gonna be abducted <laughs> right. the whole and time he was talking to me telling me what was going on and I'm looking and I'm like this place looks like okay nobody's here is it just us four going to this beach club because it was no, empty there's no bathroom I was panicking that there I saw no bathroom <laughs> <laughs> But he just took a little wrong turn, but it was in the same complex. It was just over a little, and it's honestly being built up. It's, 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 I feel like it's what, do you think it's 80% done? I don't know. Yeah, it, it was looks, definitely under construction. Yeah, but I think the pool was beautiful. I think they had extra um, spots to have like events because there was an event going on. They had lunch that was included, which was great. Um, do you remember what was in the lunch? I know there was like rice, it was a paella. Yeah. They had a salad. They had the rolls. rice was great. I I mm-hmm. ate the paella. The I ate was great. macaroni salad. That was the most food I've eaten the whole cruise. <laughs> I had three helpings of paella. <laughs> the beach was steps steps from the pool. I mean that whole area. I mean it was just beautiful, and they didn't have umbrellas. Every shaded area was a little like a, pal- a coconut palm tree. Yeah, coconut palm tree. I mean you can't beat that. Just someone feed me grapes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm right there. I have. I'm under this beautiful palm. <laughs> the coconuts. I just need that guy. That's just you know like uh, the yeah. feed you grapes. The oh. handsome young. Yes. Uh-huh. Puerto Rican. Oh sure. <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just feed me grapes. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. I did take a photo of us like laying up and looking at the palm fronds because I thought this is just so perfect. Um, but let's talk about the beach. Yeah. So. Mallory's looking up her notes. Mallory, Mallory has notes <laughs> from everywhere. <laughs> I've been taking notes because I'm, I don't know, I forget little details. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the sand was so fine. It was like dust. So if the wind picked up, you were kind of getting blasted with sand, but it didn't hurt. Like I've been blasted with sand in Oregon before and that hurts but this stuff was just so fine that it was like more so just but it was more coarse than the turks and caicos like it was Mm -hmm. different it It was was more sand like yes Yes. like it felt firm under your your feet when you walked i felt like sand yeah Mm -hmm. but it still wasn't uh, see i just mean pacific beach so much but it was mm -hmm. it was was different it was Mm -hmm. not granules like pacific beach it was it was a softer sand and the water was just of it yeah Yeah, it was very muddy like the where the waves were crashing was a little it was kicking up the sand it seemed like the sand did not stay down it kicked it up really high and um, And I got splashed just walking in the water and everywhere the water hit me I had sand stuck to me Mm -hmm. and I didn't see any shells no there were no no shells shells. and I was like I mean I was kind of bummed like you know I, I don't know why you know I can't yell at the ocean like why don't you have <laughs> shells why aren't you coming up so I can collect them but I would just found that very interesting that you know each beach or each ocean I should say it's they're just so different the sand 
shells no shells i was kind of yeah, that's why we're doing this podcast because every beach is different true i'm just <laughs> saying i just thought it was just so interesting like i kept looking i'm like do i have to like dig or like go a little further to see but i didn't see any shells no there was there was nothing to look at on the beach it was very plain um as far as like shells or coral or anything like that uh and it was a little bit more rough i didn't go out this was the one that I didn't go in the water as much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all three beaches we went to, vastly different. Yeah. Vastly different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some had shells, some had and coral. We, this one had nothing. And we did <laughs> take some sand from mm-hmm. San Juan also. Yes. I'm so interested to see how uh, customs goes tomorrow. <laughs> 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 so it's gonna go great so the vivo beach was cool it had a uh it was a beach club and it had a pool and a beach with palm trees and chaise lounges on the on both the beach and the um pool area and in, in the pool there's lounges in the pool yeah there were lounges in the pool and the pool must have been a little heated or so it wasn't chilly no mm-hmm. it was beautiful it felt so good yeah and, and i a stage for music and bars outside and well, I think it was really perfect. So when Wendy and I, because you guys just kind of went along for the ride, but when Wendy and I were picking out the retreats, I really wanted to do mo- the more like adventurous stuff. The boss thing was definitely my idea because I wanted to do a water thing. And I honestly, I'm so sorry, Wendy. I honestly thought, well, this is better than trying to get her to go snorkeling or snuba diving because you are like breathing in this thing and you don't have to, sw- you don't. My thought was like, you don't have to be a strong swimmer. So that would like remove some of the fear or whatever. And so I tried to pick some adventurous stuff. And Wendy's one thing was like, I really just want to have beach day. And so I think San Juan was the perfect beach day. I think you picked a good, a good beach day, Wendy. Good job. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Well, I just thought, you know, when you go to excursions, I mean, most of the time, most of them are very, not athletic. I don't know if that's the right word, but. You could go zip lining. Yeah, it's a lot of go, go, go. They're a little more athletic, yeah. And, you know, and this, I was like, just one, you know, one one spot just to just relax and enjoy that country, you know. And I I know it's still a touristy, but, uh, you know, I just just thought it it was perfect. I thought everybody got to relax. Well, we had had multiple party days, so I think it came at the perfect part of our trip because we had time to just chill out and rest and recuperate brandy had lost her voice and had been a little sick so i think that really laying in the sun that day seemed to really like rejuvenate you Mm -hmm. i was really sick the night before yeah and i had got i got some sad news about a friend who passed away that day and so i was so grateful that we were just like on the beach and i could just like lay there and think about life and whatever and i think it was a, a great part of our trip to have a perfect timing right yeah. it was great timing broke up the trip very nicely it broke up those excursions nicely so is there anything else you guys want to say about san juan it, you know again we didn't do anything but the beach club it is very much a big city yes i was surprised how much of a, it's a just a regular city mm-hmm. yeah like a regular city and what the driver was talking about everything is pretty much made out of concrete so they're almost indestructible in hurricanes um, but that's about all we know about San Juan. Yeah, there seemed there seemed to be much less hurricane damage there much than less. any of the other islands we were at. Mm-hmm. I learned a fun fact from him on our drive too, because um, when the hurricane did hit a few years back, a lot of people were um, out of power for quite a long time, months, some like of them. three to six months. He was saying, and he normally has an electric stove, but obviously 
without a power, you can't use the electric well, stove. A propane stove, but they couldn't access oh, the propane. Oh, right. But they couldn't access propane. But instead, he used rubbing alcohol to start fires to cook his food. Oh, for Wait, he said for three days he used gasoline mm-hmm. and like fucked up his house. Oh, right. It burned his, his ceiling. Black on his ceiling and like messed up his um, cookware and whatnot. But then the rubbing alcohol, that mm. was that was definitely. I didn't know you could do that. It was a good tip. Yeah. So okay. if th- your power ever goes out and you need. And he said it burned for a long time. Right? I don't One have, bottle. I don't have rubbing alcohol either, though. One <laughs> bottle lasted like two weeks or something <laughs> to cook with. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. It lasted he, him forever. He's like, you know how to make a, you get a soda can. And he's, I, go, I don't remember what else he said, but like, do you know how to make a stove? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, I'm I, sorry, sir. See, I don't. See, you guys were learning how to survive in a mm-hmm. hurricane and mm-hmm. I was panicking that we were being abducted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I literally was running scenarios <laughs> through my head of how we were going to get out of this situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Four of us. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. But if we were abducted, at least we would know how to survive on rubbing alcohol. (laughs) 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 Two birds, one stone. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. He gave us a great tutorial on how to survive. (laughs) So let's, um, we're going to wrap it up here. We're, we're just at our time, but I want to do, we've been doing the stars thing. Maybe they should be seashells. Um, how, how many would you give, uh, St. Thomas? Let's start with St. Thomas. Oh, I, I had to switch gears for a minute in my head. I was like St. Thomas. You know. I did. Too. Sorry, Which, well, we started where? with Saint, the boss. Yes. The boss. So I would do an. I would do a. I was thinking. Eight. It, I was gonna say mm-hmm. eight too. I enjoyed the water adventure, but I honestly, I wish we had time on the island. And we weren't on a beach. We weren't technically on a beach. No, we were just mm-hmm. in straight yeah. up in the ocean from pier to pier. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll say that place too. I was looking for handcrafted local like locally made things and that place didn't seem to have as no. much it was all very commercialized tchotchke mm-hmm. stuff super commercial and like in the one shop we went into i remember i was looking at um they had like these <laughs> they had these beach um they had starfish that were i forget what they were called but they had like crystals on them or whatever and i was like oh this is so cute it's like an ornament to bring home and then when you flipped it over it says like made in italy and i'm like well no i (laughs) I wanted something from st thomas i felt like those shops were very similar to that man-made amber cove on the dominican because it it was just made for tourists to shop it wasn't a a local experience right but and then in san juan there were tons of local places. Right, right. And I, I, I feel like Brandon and I, and I'm not sure about um, um, you, Hillary, and, and Mallory. I like things that are made local. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman or this man made this piece of jewelry or this mm-hmm. uh, this purse or whatever it may be. And, and, and it's, I think that's harder to find. And maybe if you venture out further, there could be. But y- you don't always get that, that time, you know, with an excursion. You might have a little bit of time to shop. But I, 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 I for anybody who's listening... You know, if you're a crafty, please get your items out there. I'd love to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's got the money to give you. Well, yeah. maybe How about that? But support local. Maybe the biggest distinction now that I think about it when I look at each of those ports, all of the islands had, because even um, Grand Turk was the same. It was a shopping mall we walked into when we got off the boat. You know, like an outdoor mall. But 
in Puerto Rico, we got off the boat and landed into a city street. Right. So then there was, you know, the the local um, artisans just set up their tables and their little tents and lined the street by right where the port let out onto the city street. So I think that's the biggest difference. Where the others, if you were to land onto the island and there's nothing there because they don't have... Right. Those, I mean, they don't, just don't have those things available. We did go to some little shops in Grand Turk, but we had to leave the port to do that. Oh, yeah. right. The little yeah. shops mm-hmm. by the beach, like those little women had the... Um, oh, there Where w- you guys bought the yeah, jewelry. Yeah, but there was you also... You had to get out of the port. Mm-hmm. You had to get off the pier and the beach was there. Yeah. But if you got a little bit away... Oh, when we went on the... When we took our first break on uh-huh. We did find a table. You're right. Mm-hmm. We did find those women. You got jewelry. Yeah, I got Lamar. <laughs> I got Laramar. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. So what? So how I many... about that. How many shells would you give uh, San Juan? Um, I would give San Juan probably a 9 out of 10 really? because... San Juan was the beach club, right? Yeah. yeah. So I loved the beach club. They played house music the entire time, which is my jam. Um, and then I just had a really good experience with one of the locals there. She was a woman who created beautiful jewelry, and I bought a few pieces from her. And she was just, like, I will never forget her. Her name was Demary's. And Demary's. She you was so sweet. Yeah. So the jewelry that I was looking at buying, I think the total came out to like $33 and she talked to me or she actually just said, just give me 30 and that'll be fine. And I gave her 40 and just asked for $5 back because I wanted to give her something a little bit extra. And she was like, I said 30 and I said, I know like I'm, I just appreciate you offering that and I love what I'm buying from you. So please. And she was like, no, I'm older than you, so you have to listen to me. And it, I just feel like <laughs> it kind of explained like their culture. She, I mean, and she did say that, that this is our culture here. We respect our elders. And I offered you that for 30, so you have to take it for mm-hmm. 30. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So. We both bought Julie from her. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my score would be less for San Juan. Okay. I, I think San Juan was my least favorite of the places, and that might just be for person personal and reasons. I had like a personal that, day there, that but that might be also because you started your day with scenarios in your head. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, that's really, true. the abduction <laughs> thing. Right, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I like to. I know it's part. You know, it's really part <coughs> of the U.S. So it's it is. It does have those um, you know chain restaurants and stuff. So it's not. It's different than us in the states, but it's still part of. Do you know what I'm saying? But they did have a marijuana dispensary. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't go in, but I did smell it. And they had fantastic beaches. Yes. Right, right, right. I think for me, I just like the countries that are less commercial. I mean, that was a city. And the same thing with... full-on industrial city. Yeah, and the same thing with St. Thomas. It was a city. And and I really... My two favorites were the ones that were much more rural. Right, right. And and it's hard because we don't... Even though I love cruising and you and you get a certain amount of time um, on, at each island, I still find it's hard because you can't do everything. You don't get yeah. enough time. Like I would love to be adventurous, but I also would like to do learn about more historical, um, you know, stuff about the island. And and there's only so much time to do that, so I, I guess we'll have to just uh, come back. Well, I like to say that a cruise is like a teaser, and so like in my mind, I loved the Turks and Caicos. I'll go back. Not on a cruise ship, probably. I'd probably go back and just visit just the Turks and Caicos. And same thing, probably with the Dominican Republic. I loved it, and so I would like to go back. I mean, 
And then when we went to Jamaica um, years and years and years ago, it was the same thing. Like, I, I think it's like a good little teaser to introduce you to it. And then if you like it, maybe you should go back and really experience like the true country for uh, multiple days and stay there. You really have to because it's hard to give <coughs> a rating when you are you're only there for four hours. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Anything else we want to say before we wrap it up? I've had so much fun with this being my first cruise. I'm definitely not disappointed. Um, I really enjoyed all the excursions that we went on and the people that we've met on board. So I am just very happy and blessed to be here. Yay. I'm just going to say ditto. I feel the same. Yeah. Well, thanks for a great experience. Thanks for cruising with us, guys. It's been so fun. And thanks for hanging out with Beach Babble. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>